This is Magic Drive Time, your daily dose of Orlando Magic basketball. Drops it off to Vooch, he'll dunk it down. Daddy Vooch! Magic Drive Time is presented by International Diamond Center, your local diamond experts since 1981. Throws up ahead to Isaac, and look at the tomahawk from the Seminole. Chief Osceola smiling somewhere. Now here's your host, Dante Marcatelli. Ah, it's great to be with you here on this, what, Tuesday evening, this New Year's Eve. We wish all of you the best in 2020. Have a terrific night here this evening as you celebrate 2019. Bring it to a close. Dante Marcatelli here with you. Jake Chapman is our producer. Lots to get to here on the program. The Magic fall last night to the Atlanta Hawks, the lowly Atlanta Hawks, who came in with six wins, now have seven Two of them are against the Orlando Magic. 101-93 to was the final. There were a couple of surprises. You saw the Miami Heat go to Washington and lose to the Wizards. A couple of strange scores last night. Not sure why. Everyone looking to 2020. I think based on the first 33 games, I'm ready for a new year. I'm ready for 2020 here on this program, on the telecast for this Magic team. And I am hoping... And we'll we'll get into all of this with Jake Chapman, but I am hoping this is about as bottom as it gets from a game standpoint. This is an Atlanta Hawks team that did not have Trey Young, missing the fourth leading scorer in the NBA, fifth in assists, so you're down 29 points and eight assists a game. And it's the guy that brings all the swag for them. They had lost 10 straight games for the second time in a row for the second time this year and and came in and just took it to Orlando. They were hungrier. They wanted it more. There were guys that were making the most of their opportunities. Orlando did not have the same thing happen for them, and they fall to Atlanta, a game that I think, quite frankly, they overlooked them right from the beginning. And uh, when it was time to rally and start knocking down shots, well, they had already given Atlanta too much life. So the Magic now 14-19. and Next up will be a New Year's Day game against the Washington Wizards, and you have to start 2020 on the right note, and, and you have to started off with the win and that'll be at six o'clock tomorrow so 5 30 right here uh or 5 5 30 uh on 104.5 will be where we have that one in 5 30 on fox sports florida so jake before we recap last night and get into all the excitement of, of that one let's just start this thing off on the on the right note and go back to the weekend ohio state loses oh, okay. cleveland loses uh, okay. liberty loses mm, oh yes the patriots lose Roll it right into a magic loss. It, it has not. It's been a rough couple of days for us, Jake. It has not been good. Um, if I didn't get paid, I'm not sure I'd work in sports <laughs> anymore. Uh, no, it's you know maybe every single team and player that we root for ha- is focused on 2020. Yeah, I mean right? that's what I'm going to tell is myself. That what it is? Be- Francisco Lindor didn't get traded, so I've got that going go. for me so right got, now. But you're doing okay emotionally, mentally. Yeah, right? sure. We're okay. Oh, we're, why not? It's we're gonna, sports. We're going to get through this. We're going to get through this. And oh, I'll say basketball <laughs> lost as well to West Virginia. <laughs> Let's just throw throw that in. But you got Lindor and the the Bruins are rolling. Yeah, there you go. Okay, well, this Magic team, it is Magic drive time. And, and Jake, I I think the the one thing that I I think is the most frustrating thing to me with all of this, and, and I've seen it for a few years now, is this team's inability to understand the importance of every possession. Mm. And, and I think for me, yes, okay, you have that abysmal third quarter where you just never came out of the locker room and then you couldn't get anything together in the fourth quarter. But to me, come the fourth quarter, you had given them so much life, it was going to be hard to reel it all back in. Brandon Goodwin was phenomenal, and you couldn't put that genie back in the bottle. So that was open. You allowed him to have 17 points in 11 minutes, so that's on you. That's on Markel, that's on DJ, that's on whoever guarded Brandon Goodwin. You couldn't slow him down after that. But to me, you're up 17, and Cliff said it. He made that point post game, and to me, I, I, and I agree with him, 
that to me is is where you gave them life, you gave them hope, and that's where the game got away from you. And you're up 10 at the half, but you're up 17, and on mistakes, you take bad shots, you don't value the basketball, and you don't you're nowhere near Brandon Goodwin and you allow him to rattle off a 7-0 run. So now it goes from 17 to 10 and now he's in a bit of a zone. He has 12 at the half and he finishes with 21. To me, it's not valuing the fact that you're up 17. Let's get this thing to 20 at the the break. Let's break their will and then let's come out in the second half and put them away. It's thinking, okay, well, I'll get a shot here. I'll get a shot here. I don't realize, okay, if he makes a basket, what does it matter? Next thing you know, it's 10 and now this this guy's rolling. I think when you talk about valuing possessions, you saw it on both sides of the ball last night. Um, they came out uh, to give a team like Atlanta life early to let them score, you Correct. know, twenty five, twenty one at the end of the first right. quarter. A team without Trey Young, I think that shows that you know you didn't necessarily have the killer instinct coming out of the locker room both in the first right. and the third quarter last night. And I thought it went both ways. I I thought offensively, you've got times where the ball just sticks, and and we've talked about it all year. You don't value the ball when you have possession. But then defensively, there was a whole lot of throwaway possessions as well. And look no further than Brandon Goodwin. I mean, for for Brandon Goodwin to be the deciding factor in the game last night means that you're you're not respecting your opponent quite enough, and you don't have the killer instinct when you come out to start the game in the first place. That was a game last night against a six win, now seven win Atlanta Hawks team where you should have come out and put the hammer down right away and and removed all doubt and that just wasn't the case. And those that's the thing that this team was good at last year for the second half of the season. They didn't start the season well. They had they had crushing losses last year. There were a lot of low points last year on way to getting 11 games below 500 before you rattled off that 22 and 9 stretch. This is a different season and this feels like a, like a pretty low point now for this team, but they have to rally. And they've been a resilient group and I don't have any doubt that they're going to come out tomorrow and they're going to be ready on New Year's day and they're going to start the year off on the right foot but these are games that these are meaningful games that at the end of the year we saw it last year we one or two games could have got us to sixth and now you're in a completely different situation if if you get up there and face indiana in the first round as opposed to either milwaukee or toronto maybe give yourself a chance and now you're going to be battling fighting scrapping for that eighth spot all year potentially unless they get on a run uh, or if it goes the other way, you know, you, you could be fighting to get back to eighth. Uh, these are meaningful games, and this is the difference maybe between playing a Milwaukee or, or playing someone else. Um, but I think it's that it's it's not yeah, maybe not taking them seriously enough. I think that was a that was a problem. Not valuing possessions. Uh, this team has its flaws, and I think we know at times they're they're gonna go through possessions where the ball sticks a little bit. And you know, and you gotta credit the opposing defense too at times for that. But I think for this team to get where it needs to get. It, you need to have a professional approach right from the beginning. And Cliff was on him right from shoot around, you know, that that's what you had to be, that these guys were going to come in and play. He was hard. not happy. He was not happy. Y- yesterday no. morning. No, so, he wasn't. you know, if you go based off of that, I mean, who knows <laughs> right, who knows right. his team better than, Correct. you know, Correct. maybe we should have anticipated but we it a have, little bit. We had that professional approach the last 31 games. Yeah. We have not seen it yet. This year, and this team has done a good job of beating up on the bottom feeders. They're eleven and three against teams under five hundred going into it. Right. It's beaten the good teams that they've struggled with. This is just frustrating all the way around. It's funny because when you think about what it could mean at the end of the year and and, and sort of the playoff picture and and not having that that consistency throughout eighty two games, it's sort of the same thing as not having that consistency on a night to night basis through forty eight minutes. And you see that. I mean, it's just a matter of. 
how important is this four-minute stretch here? Well, it can be very important when you're, you know, allowing a team like the Atlanta Hawks to get back into it now, how in the third break, quarter. How do you break through that, Jake? Because that's what it is, is you're up 17, you think we've got it figured out. We've got the world figured out. Okay, now it's 10 at the break, but we'll just come out in the third quarter and roll. They go through so many offensive lulls and so many bad defensive stretches that they they got it. I mean, Cliff gives them as as good a game plan as you could possibly sure. have. This is on them at this point. They've got to, to me, look themselves in the mirror, each and every single one of them, and they've got to step up to the plate, and they've got to find a way to solve this. They've got to dig out of these gaps. Well, I think it was I think it was Evan last night who said, or no, it was J.I. He said, we have an identity. We know what our identity right. is. It's, it's we're a defensive team, and that's what you saw last 31 games of last year. Um, I, I think that and, and when and they defended well, 101 points should win a game. Well, I, I agree with that, and I think. But here's what I think: I think at times when the ball starts sticking and the shots stop falling, it affects itself on it, it manifests itself on the other end. And yep. so, yeah, you know, you've got a, a four minute stretch where you might not score a bucket, but if this team is true to its identity in that stretch, they're not going to be giving up anything on the other end. And that's what you're seeing right now. I think is you can go four minute. You can be a team that gives up 101 points. And and still wins the game if you are defensively sticking to what are the way you were built. And right now we're seeing not only offensively do you have four minute stretches where jumpers aren't falling or um, you know the, the offense just isn't working the way it's designed to. That's affecting it the, the team on the other end. And so you know yeah that's the identity of this team right now. But at times that gets lost as well. No, you're right. You're right. And and even though they defend well enough with 101 points, you hold the Hawks to that. You should win. They're just going through too many lulls offensively, and 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 those de- when it affects them on the defensive end, it's at bad times. It's at exactly. bad times, and then it's and a, it, a landslide. It is. It's a landslide. And I, you know, I Kevin Herter made us look silly. Yeah, made us look absolutely silly. Seven straight points, maybe eight straight points in that fourth quarter. Guys were just flying all around them. And net, we have since I have been here, Jake. We have since Alex Len has come into the league. We have not taken him seriously. And I don't know why that is. I do not know why he has. He's twenty nine point game against us. He's had a twenty rebound game against us. He's had some of his best games against the Magic. And this is you know from the from the day from the second we got on the set last night. Brian Hill told us. These are the games that terrify you as a coach, just because you have. <laughs> Richie the said the same thing. <laughs> right, Richie said the From exact coach, same thing. And you saw Cliff. You know, Cliff was you know a little concerned going into it. You just—it's natural tendency to let down. It shouldn't happen. And if and this team is kidding themselves if they think they can take anyone lightly. Well, and Cliff, and, and Cliff yesterday morning at shootaround was upset about attention to detail. That's right. what he was talking about specifically from the game on Saturday in Milwaukee. And and that's what this team can't afford right now on both ends. You know, right. we always talk about you don't have a guy like Harden where you can just hand the ball to and get thirty five points. Well, on the flip side, if you're you know if that's the way if that's your identity if that's the way you're going to win games, you cannot afford to blow one pick and roll coverage. You can't afford to take Kevin Harden lightly. Can't afford to make those mistakes. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, a lot more to get into. Happy New Year, everybody. A lot, <laughs> lot, lot, lot more, lot more to better. get into. I feel better. Right, you feel right, better? Right. I feel a little bit better. Okay, trying, here we go. We're trying to figure things out. I, I do feel like it It was coming up until that game. And defensively, they are coming along, and they are much better. Offensively, it's bad right now at times. It, it, they just go through lulls, and, and it's nothing more than guys got to make shots. Guys that were making shots last year are not doing it now. And, and we're going through, I mean, and there's a number of them. Just, yeah. just, just pick the guy, and you make any semblance. You have any semblance of offense, and you've got four or five more wins under your belt. So anyway, a lot more to get to here on Magic Drive Time, presented by International Diamond Center. Magic back at it tomorrow against the Washington Wizards in our nation's capital. We'll be back in a moment here on 96.9 The Game.
Our magic never compromise on the court, and magic fans don't have to compromise when it comes to diamonds, engagement rings, and fine jewelry. You always get more at International Diamond Center. IDC is Florida's leading jeweler, recognized statewide for excellence in every category, selection, value, and trust. And that's why we've been named exclusive jeweler of the Orlando Magic again this year. So come visit one of our eight showrooms across the state or 24-7 at shopidc.com forward slash go magic. International Diamond Center, where magic fans shop for jewelry. Fultz, he'll drive in, hands off to Isaac, he'll rise up, dunk it down hard. Markel Fultz says here, big guy. Be at Amway Center and see magic above all when the Orlando Magic face their home state rivals, the Miami Heat, on Friday, January 3rd. Watch Aaron Gordon, Jonathan Isaac, and the team as they battle Jimmy Butler, Myers Leonard, and the rest of the Heat. Buy your tickets today at OrlandoMagic.com to see the Magic play the Heat Friday, January 3rd at 7 p.m. You won't want to miss this big game. Aaron Gordon takes a handoff, comes down the baseline, got to the top and rammed it home. Back-to-back dunks, Orlando. This is a three-point game. Hi, this is Orlando Magic head coach Steve Clifford. Since day one, the Orlando Magic have trusted the professionals at Jewett Orthopedic Clinic to keep us in the game. We not only think they are the best orthopedic group in Orlando, we think they are the best throughout the NBA. So go where the pros go and get back in the game with Jewett Orthopedic Clinic. Jewett Orthopedic Clinic, the official team physicians for your Orlando Magic. Chick-fil-A has teamed up with the Magic to reward fans with free original chicken sandwiches. If the Magic hit 10 or more three-pointers in a home game, everyone in attendance of that game will win a free original chicken sandwich from Chick-fil-A. Trying to go around him, can't. Over to Isaac, 4-3, J.I. up and in. All you have to do is take your ticket stub or your redemption offer in the Magic app into any participating Central Florida location for a free original chicken sandwich. For official rules, visit OrlandoMagic.com slash Chick-fil-A. Hey, Magic fans, here's a pass that always leads to a score. Buy or renew a qualifying Walt Disney World annual pass at Amway Center this season and score a free Orlando Magic Nike Swingman jersey in the color of your choice. One annual pass gets you a year of theme park magic at all four Walt Disney World parks and an Orlando Magic jersey. That's twice the magic. Visit the Orlando Magic team shop at Amway Center or orlandomagic.com slash annual pass for more information. Hey, Magic fans, when the Magic win, you win with Papa John's Pizza. The day after a Magic win, get 50% off regular menu price online orders at papajohns.com when you use the promo code MAGICWIN. That's right, celebrate a Magic win the next day with 50% off online orders at Papa John's. And don't miss a shot. Track your order live with Papa Track. Papa John's, official pizza of the Orlando Magic. Offer good online only, not valid with any other discounts, delivery fee, and taxes extra, and not subject to discount offer. I'm Robert Palmer, president of RP Funding. With home values at an all-time high, smart homeowners are using RP Funding to access their home equity now more than ever. Home equity could be the best way to finance home improvements, consolidate debt, make investments, or even large purchases. But don't use your home equity to pay closing costs. Let me pay them instead. Call 855-773-8634, 855-773-8634, or visit rpfunding.com. Terms and conditions apply. See website in MLS 701-68, equal housing. At Mountain Dew, we say here's to the doers. The people who know you got to do what you got to do. Who do it big. Then do it bigger. Who don't just watch. 
So if there's something you want to do, here's a little advice. Grab yourself an ice-cold Mountain Dew. And get to it. That's right. Get going. Get started. Stand up. Jump up. Grab hold of it. Work it out. Grind it out. Get stoked. Get passionate. And do it. Don't ask how you should do it. Don't ask if it can be done. Because there are those who don't. And those who do. Let's do Let's do it. Let's do it. Do the do. This is Nikola Vucevic of the Orlando Magic. Stuck in traffic? Then keep your dial on Magic Drive Time with Dante Marchitelli. Thank you, Nikola Vucevic. Vuce was good last night offensively, 27 points, only six rebounds, though. Your all-star center uh, on a night that you get out-rebounded badly by the Hawks, 52-40. to 40. Needed everybody to pitch in more on the glass. Your leading rebounder was Isaac, of course. Second was Markel Fultz with seven rebounds. So uh, they got uh, they got second-chance opportunities. They got points in the paint. Uh, they hurt you in a number of ways, the Atlanta Hawks, and, and all the hustle areas, the hunger areas. I think one, one more thing, just to kind of touch on this, and, and then we'll move on from it. I just think one more thing. Cliff, a couple times in the fourth quarter, right to start the fourth quarter when it was only, what, a four-point game, and then a few minutes after that, that first time out, he said, guys, stop feeling sorry for yourselves. Mm. You could see the body language was bad. You could see shoulders sagging. You could see heads, you know, heads looking down. You could he could feel it. And he said, Okay, what ha- we messed up. But we're we're in a fight now. We're in a fight now. So it's a four point game. You're at home. Go out and win the next few minutes, and then let's roll for the last, you know, for the twelve last twelve minutes of this game. Um the the lack of fight that I saw at times last night. I, that uh, listen, they played hard. Don't get me wrong. I, I'm not I'm not saying that, but just uh, how easily they were frustrated last night by by a, a not a good Atlanta Hawks team. I, I it was worrisome to me, and I and I think these these guys to a man have to look themselves in the mirror. And, and who's it going to be that's not going to let this team not going to let that happen to this team? Re- First off, rebounding has been a pretty good barometer all year about the success of this team. I mean, if they get out rebounded especially by a team like Atlanta, chances are they're going to lose that game. I think they're now 5 and 14 or something like that um when they get out rebounded. So I think that's a big issue and I think at times that's that's exactly what you're talking about. Like when things are going sideways and a shot goes up, turn around and put your hip on somebody yes, right. and check them if you have to. Fight, do everything you have to to get that ball. Exactly. Right. I so I I think there's an element of that um, I think you're missing a little bit of nasty, and not to make excuses, Michael Carter-Williams oftentimes, especially with the mm-hmm. bench, is the guy who brings some of that nasty. So, at times... And Aaron, not having Aaron hurt you on And the not having Aaron absolutely hurt you. But they didn't have Trey physically. Young. That's a lot they had to overcome. They overcame the the uh, offensive output um, deficit that they were at last night. The Magic right now are at a nastiness, and, and I, I don't want to say toughness, but they're at a point right now where... When things go sideways, they're all kind of looking around like who's yeah. who's going to save us, and right, that's right, right. you know it, Michael Carter Williams is not going to be that savior. That needs to come from within, whether or not it's um, you know from some of your veteran guys or maybe from some of the younger guys right now, because you know it's sort of gauging reactions after the game. There were a couple guys in that locker room, and I don't want to single anybody out, but there were a couple guys in that locker room who you could tell they were really really unhappy. Correct with the with the. Um, the result last night, and so I think it's something. Look, I mean, like you said, they're going to come out tomorrow night, and they're going to play their Correct. butts off because Correct. right now they're embarrassed and 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 they're hurt. But it's got to happen in that moment, just like Cliff was saying. Don't feel bad for yourselves. Go out there and win the game. And now, listen, I I, I don't I to me 
to me, I don't think anything good comes out of a game. <laughs> I'm not one of those guys. I think it's okay if you if you're if you struggle, win the game. Like they've had a couple of ugly wins, you call it, where right. they've had to hold on for the last few seconds. But a win is a win. So win any way you can. I don't. I don't. To me, there's no ugly win. Uh, get a win, and 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 then figure it out, and move on from it. This to me is is bad. But if is there a possibility that if you look back at it and think, okay, remember that moment. Remember how that. Remember that disappointment. Remember how bad that was, and then learn from it and use that to motivate you for the final fifty-nine games of the year. Is that a possibility? I or think so. 40, I, forty-nine games a year. Let that motivate you and fuel you for the to never feel like this again. Right. Well, I mean, for instance, I remember you know Stan used to, when Stan got to Detroit, they started five and twenty-three, and it was just a rough go. And Stan kept saying like. We didn't deserve to win this game. Like he was kind of trying to program yeah. his team. Like you, if you played this way, even if you win, like that's not what I want to see. I'd, I would rather us lose that game and and still learn the lesson of playing this way is not going to win you games over eighty two. Yeah, you know, over yes. the long term. And so Cliff didn't necessarily say that last night, but I bet he was thinking it because I, I'm sorry, you come out in the first quarter against that team, absolutely, and you don't lay the hammer down. You didn't come necessarily ready to play, or at the very least, you didn't come with enough attention to detail, enough respect for your opponent um, to go out there and, and, and to do what should have happened last night, which should have been a 15-20 to 20 point lead at half, and then you come out in the third quarter and you really put them away. And that didn't happen, and hopefully they can bounce back here tomorrow night. So the Magic are back at it tomorrow night. It'll be right here on 96.9 The Game, and they will visit our nation's capital. It'll be the third meeting of four between the Washington Wizards and the Magic, and this is a team, I mean, if you're looking for a way to break out of your offensive lulls, that's been the team to do it for us uh, in the first two meetings. But that's a team that can score as well. And they stunned the Miami Heat last night. I had to look at the box score, and I look and say, okay, yeah, Jimmy Butler played. Yeah, Tyler Hero played. Bam Adebayo played. Everybody played. Everybody played big minutes. And the Washington Wizards still take it to him at home with Garrison Matthews having a, oh, yes. a, a huge performance. I know you know him well. Uh, Admiral Schofield, I think, played sparingly. But th- these are the names. Jan Mahimi is back. And it was the go-go. I mean, that was the go-go last night. It's the go-go, night. exactly. <laughs> that beat the Miami Heat, so it can happen. And again, you know the Magic got beat by a by a Hawks team that's struggling. It can't happen. These are all NBA players, so hopefully, lesson learned last night. Because if not, and you take Washington lightly, they will beat you tomorrow. Yeah, and and of course, we, as we know right now, I mean, Miami came into that game last night as the hottest team in the league. They oh, won no five question. straight, headed in, and sure. they're all feeling themselves. And yeah, it doesn't matter if these are. Uh, essentially G League players. Gary Payton II is getting six yes. steals a game right correct, now for correct, crying out loud. Right. So, uh, absolutely, it's it's going to be a very similar game tomorrow night. Um, the Wizards want to try to run you out of the building. You're probably going to be able to, to turn them over a lot and get up and down, right. but if you don't convert those into points, then you're going to end up with a similar outcome like the Heat had last night. It just felt like the Heat were probably sort of focused on who's next, where, you know, where are we headed next, and, and that's what happens. You get popped by... The Washington Wizards and Garrison Matthews for twenty eight points and one twenty three overall. Ouch, ouch! Woo. That's going to hurt you. That's uh, well, you know, the Miami Heat are rolling, so they can afford that. But for the Magic, hopefully they learn from this and they and they can move on because they they need to bounce back and need to do it in a big way. They've got a big stretch coming up, and you've got winnable games at home. But this is a stretch of games, all teams above five hundred that you're about to go against, and uh, you've got a tough back to back with Miami and then the Utah Jazz, yep. and uh, and then you close it out, and then you're going to head out west. You, you're going to head out west for a those are always difficult basketball games so you're coming into a very difficult stretch and 
Hopefully they can circle the wagons, learn from this, and move on. And we've seen that short-term memory, which has been good over the last couple of years, to, to, to not harp on losses. And, and I think there's something to maybe a clean slate, 2020, Jay, come on, right? 2020. Whole new decade. New year, whole new decade. Let's start things off on the right foot. Right? Yeah, 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 absolutely. I mean, there's no... You can't get what's the number one rule of radio, Dante? You can't get it back. You can't get it back. There's no dump button over the course of the NBA season. What a shame. There's a lot of my life I'd like to have back. Trust and you me, can't, you can't do that. You and me both. So, so the only thing you can do now is move on and try to turn it into something positive. All right. Well, that, we encourage everyone to uh, to tune into our podcast network. We got some great shows out there. Jake Chapman uh, on Magic Weekly with Duncan Smith as they look at the the road ahead for the Magic this week. Uh, we have on Magic Pod Squad Becky Bonner. You're not going to want to miss that. It was awesome. Uh, she, yeah, she was terrific. Right to give some insight, uh, really into any female working in professional sports, and, and kind of some uh, sheds a ton of light onto that. So you certainly don't want to miss that. And then we have Magic Memories coming up later in the week. Uh, we have Dennis Scott and Stan Van Gundy. So a lot to look into. iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, wherever you get your your podcasts. Go to Orlando Magic Radio, and you can find all of those. That'll do it for tonight's show. Jake Chapman's got you tomorrow here on Magic Drive Time on 96.9 The Game. When it comes to the best diamonds at the best prices in Florida, Magic fans choose International Diamond Center. It's why IDC has earned the title Exclusive Jeweler of the Orlando Magic year after year. IDC dominates the competition every day with a massive inventory of hand-selected diamonds, literally thousands of designer rings, an unparalleled selection of fashion jewelry, the guaranteed best values in America, and the strongest warranties in the jewelry industry. Learn more at shopidc.com slash gomagic, where magic fans shop for jewelry. Join us for a night of Jedi and jump shots as the Orlando Magic celebrates Star Wars night on Saturday, January 4th. Come to a galaxy far, far away and see the magic take on the Jazz at Amway Center. Enjoy photo opportunities with characters, Star Wars trivia, and a performance by your favorite Jedi master, Stuff. Get a special ticket package including a limited edition pin set available only at orlandomagic.com slash starwars. Act fast. Only 500 packages available. And don't forget, Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker opens in theaters December 20th.